I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Parenting Tools podcast with me, Jordan. And me, Jason. This is the podcast where two uh, parenting tools talk about the relentless beauty and the hilarious chaos of being parents. Mental. <laughs> it's mental. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, which please do, we, we need your comments, we need your your content, really, your questions, <laughs> send them in to uh, Instagram, TikTok, at Parenting Tools Pod. And <laughs> or an email at parentingtoolspod at gmail.com. That's Gmail for the uh, subtitled listeners. Gmail us. <laughs> so Jason, episode six, how are you doing? George, I'm I'm doing well. I'm I can be honest, this week has been a a very good parenting week. Parenting dream. Yeah, honestly, there's there's not been yeah there's been some sleep depravity, mm. but on the whole, it's loving life. How did you get on with the heat wave? Well, because we did we record the last episode in the heat wave. We recorded it, I think, two days before we had the forty degree day. Re- oh, okay, yeah, honestly, um, it helped Noah sleep. Just conked her Yeah, up. and she, she did not wake up for, for most of it. So it was a dream. Apart from that, we couldn't sleep because it was so hot. Oh, yeah. Gosh. But uh, honestly, yeah, I loved it. We had... Um, so Luca has started to go to bed. And a lot of kids will cuddle toys, cuddly toys, bears. Yeah. He started to cuddle a water bottle. <laughs> and when I say cuddle, <laughs> I mean full on, arms around the bottle, knees up. 
full fetal position around this <laughs> bottle. And so he appeared in our room probably like every 45 minutes on the hot night. Oh. And the first one, he was like, Daddy, I've lost it. I was like, what have you lost? He went, my bottle. <laughs> so I had to go into his bedroom, find his water bottle, put him back in bed. And then it got to a point where I thought, I'm just going to stay in with him because he's going to keep coming in. Yeah, yeah. And it was my wife's first day back at work. Wow. The day after, after maternity leave. On the hottest day. Hottest, hottest day. Hottest day. <laughs> on the hottest day. <laughs> yeah, on the hottest day. So the, the rough night was the Tuesday. She was back in on the Wednesday. Wow. So I went in the room and just thought oh, she needs to sleep. Great husband moment, that. Yeah. I'll say it again. I went in the bedroom. <laughs> so just quickly on this. So Luca is how old? Uh, he's three next month. Three. And he's in his own bed. Mm. What was that? Tra- how do you transition them into their own bed? Because at the minute, we know we need to do it at some point. Yeah. But we think, no, she's a bit too psychotic. She throws <laughs> everything out of her cot. And she just is... Con- if if we let her loose in her room, yeah. the, the, the fear is she's just not going to sleep. So we we kind of, we were quite fortunate in the fact that his bed this is gonna make me sound terrible. His bedroom door was broken. It was a bit stuck. Yeah. So he couldn't get out. <laughs> and we just never fixed it. Because we weren't like locking him in, we weren't putting a gate in front of the yeah. door. He just couldn't get out. And so it got to a point where he'd just stopped trying to get back in bed. And it ah. Pretty much did the parenting for us. Oh, that's genius. Honestly, it was great. Because we haven't even got like stair gates or anything yet. And like as soon as we moved, mm. that's all going to have to go up. Yeah. It's going to feel like a prison. <laughs> 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 but, but it's just that like at the minute, she, she literally just does every kind of tool. We've talked to a few of them, some of the tools that she brings out. She's now not even trying to fool us. She just screams, hurry up, daddy. Hurry up, Daddy! I I need a cuddle. <laughs> Get in. <Yeah. laughs> and I came home the other day from being out, and uh, it was really late. And Em was just like sat in bed, just like looking exhausted. Like, are you all right? She's like, no, it's only just gone to sleep. And Get like, she, she's not like, she's not, uh, she's not distressed. Yeah, yeah. she's just like just awake shout. and just wants to be around people. Yeah. No, so, he he did very well, but the the, the sticky door. That's that you couldn't open. So just put a bolt on the door and no, just... No, no. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. I'm just saying, if you've got a broken door, don't fix it. And then we had to put mattresses... We put some mattresses next to his bed in case he rolled out. Genius. I hadn't but even thought about the problem that. was, I kept falling asleep on those mattresses. If you, ever, if you ever woke up in the night, I would go in, lie on the mattresses. Um, and since we've bought him a double bed. So it's just it's just dangerous because I'm just always falling asleep That's all right, though. in his bed. Oh, bless it. It's great, though. So last week, we uh, started off some stories about some punamis. Yeah. And I believe... Went to we've... Brown Town. <laughs> well, we went to Corma Yellow Town. <laughs> I believe we've had some uh, We've had some sent stories in. sent in. So this one came from Sarah. And I'll give you a bit of backstory because I've started it halfway through. So she had the health visit coming over for the first time. Yeah. Little boy was about a week and a half old. And she got her dad in as a bit of moral support. And if you've been through this, you'll know that a health visitor will get you to put your baby on the scales to weigh them. Yeah. And this is all based around that experience of Sarah and her little boy, Reuben. Just take off Reuben's clothes and pop him on the scales. I thought, brilliant, I've got this. This is something I can do. So I took his clothes off, popped him on the scales. She says, oh yeah, brilliant, lovely, that's his weight. And as I pick him up... He starts to wee. 
Now, he's got no clothes on. I'm thinking, no. No, Reuben, now's not the time for this. So as I pick him up, he starts weeing. And I think we all know when little boys wee, baby boys, there ain't no stopping that. And big boys. It is everywhere. It's on my hair, <laughs> it's on my face, it's weird, and it's going, like, all over my face, in my mouth, <laughs> down my top. I'm spluttering, like, Dad, help me, help me. My dad is gone. He's laughing so much, he's crying. He cannot physically help me. I'm, like, panicking. I'm trying to get a nappy on, Rue. And finally managed to do it after what feels like about... 10 minutes, it's probably been about 20 seconds, get his nappy on. I look at my dad, my dad's still crying. I'm covered in weight. I look to the health visitor for what I can only say, I would want some reassurance, you know, like, don't worry, like, you're, you're doing great, it's fine that your child's just weeding your mouth. I look at her, we make eye contact, she says, I've never ever seen that happen in all my years of being a health visitor. I was like, no. And in my head, I'm like, brilliant. I'm going to be that story she tells other parents and other mums to reassure that they're doing a great job. She says, at least... She's going to say to them, at least your baby didn't weigh in your mouth. So, it's not a punami, but it it felt felt just as bad. And we've had many a punami in this house. From, from a child, of course. But, yeah. Nightmare. So there's my story for you, shared with the world. Uh, yeah, so thanks. <laughs> thanks for listening. Love the podcast. Listen every Friday morning on the tram. Uh, so yeah. Oh, bless her. <laughs> Listen every Friday morning on the tram. That's really nice. I think uh, that last thing you said, it's not a punami. I think that's worse. That's worse. <laughs> like, I think the worst I've had is a bit of poo under the fingernails. Oh, I've never yeah, had. Yeah. Never had a wee in the mouth. <laughs> That's terrible. I remember her telling me this because I know Sarah. And I said, oh, I bet they've seen it all before. And yeah. she went, no. She explicitly <laughs> told me, I've never seen that. I just, I, I don't understand the physics here. Like, is she holding him up or has it just got so much power? See, you've not got a baby boy. I don't. Mate, it will go. Is it, does it really, is it like, like the fountains? It's like the fountains. Seriously. Serious. You get a good arc. <laughs> Yeah, but that, if, if you're holding a baby, surely that's a... Mate, because... So, <laughs> <laughs> since having a baby girl, I've been weed on a lot more... Really? ...than having a boy. Because with a boy, you you kind of see a bit of movement, yeah. you know it's coming, and it will tend to point up a little bit. So you do... So if she's picked him up... Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Whereas with a girl, I, I, there's no sign. I've not been peed on a lot. I mean, that's quite good. <laughs> quite good. But many, many a time we have had to try and get a urine sample. Mm. And I've always thought it would be so much easier with a boy yep. than with a girl. Because we've, uh, we've literally at times, when we're in hospital, like strapped a bag to her. <laughs> what kind of bag? Like a, <laughs> like a plastic a, bag. a Tesco bag. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like a hospital where look hospital tape. Yeah. And like, because... You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, they just can't pee on demand. No. Um, but they tell you all like these little tricks, like put water on them, like yeah. nothing. So literally just strap a bag. <laughs> but, strap like, a bag and collect it. <laughs> but no, I went through a series of having like loads of urine infections. And so we had to get urine samples often. Mm. It got easier as she got older. But throwing back to the days when you just have to follow her around with this little trying to tray, trying to catch it. But yeah. So never experienced that. Never had we in the mouth. 
Well, I don't want to. At least it's sterile. It's a- <laughs> yeah, good job he wasn't eating solids. So I had another one from a guy called Adam. Uh, again, Adam's a friend of mine. And he said, so my dad always had a tash when he was younger for years. Then along came my cousin. He was holding him in his arms and he lifted him above his head. And at that exact point at the top of the lift, out came a bit of poo from the side of the nappy and hit him straight on the tash. (laughs) (laughs) And he finishes it with this. That day, he shaved it off and it never returned. Oh, that is... Ah. His moustache of years. And Adam's about my age. So in the 90s, blokes loved the tash, didn't they? That's an emotional scar right there. (laughs) Yeah. Had to get rid of his his tash. Oh, imagine every time it grows back, just the memory. (laughs) I bet he smells it. Every time he gets a bit of hair, I bet he just thinks, nah. (laughs) Shave it off. So yeah, thank you for your, your Poon Army stories. Keep them coming in. Why not? Yeah, please do. Because they're funny. So I, I've been waiting all week to share this. And b- because I found it, like there were times when you like got kids and like they do something and you just have a little chuckle to yourself. Noah did something this week and I was like beside myself. And I could have just been because I was so tired. <laughs> but I literally wrote, wrote it down. I was like, I need to share that with Jordan <laughs> and the podcast. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> so it, honestly, it's not that funny now I think about it. <laughs> now you've had a good night's sleep. <laughs> We've been trying to get Noah into movies, as we talked about right back in one of the first episodes. Oh, gee. Maybe what was the first episode? What was the first episode. And uh, it was really cute, actually. She's got this little Incredibles cup. And so, oh, Noah, should we watch The Incredibles? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later in that day, like, we'd only got like five minutes in. Later in the day, it's like, Noah, what, what do you want to do? She's like, I want to watch The, the Credibles. <laughs> the Credibles. <laughs> the Credibles. <laughs> and I just thought, how funny would it be if the films changed depending on how our kids pronounced them? Yeah. Instead of Mr. Incredible, okay. it's just Mr. Credible. It's just re- <laughs> really reliable. <laughs> Mr. Consistent. That's a good one. It's like the Iron King. It's just a bloke that's re- <laughs> really good at steaming the shirts. <laughs> it's just that. Come here, I'll get those creases out. And he just holds up the iron. It's the circle <laughs> of steam. <laughs> it's like tubbies, teletubbies. <clears throat> they are quite tubby though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I, I, is that still on? Mate, teletubbies Seriously? still going strong. Fun fact, the teletubbies son, the yep. baby, has now got her own baby. That's how old we are. Wow, do they still use the same baby? I think so. Really? I don't know. I'm not privy, <laughs> not privy to that information. <laughs> I just thought, you know, with that fact, I thought you'd have loads of Teletubby uh, references no. there. No. But if, uh, if I'm any- not Mr. Credible on that one. <laughs> if any of the listeners have, if your kids pronounce a film strangely and it just sounds funny, please let me know. Imagine that film. Yeah. <laughs> if it was your child's take on it. Like, I know saying it back now, it sounds really lame, but... <laughs> When you're tired, it tickled me. Just giggling, Mr. Credible. (laughs) I've been waiting all week to say that. Well, really? Well, yeah, you're tired. But Mr. I'd I'd take Mr. Credible. Someone said to me, like... That wouldn't be a great kids film. (laughs) One word to describe you, credible. I'd take that. Bit boring, but I'd take it. Cool, so we just want to say a big thank you to everyone that's listened on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is that you you listen on. If you watch on YouTube, we want to say a big thank you. But we would like to ask you, just to help us out, 
please help us. Would you mind reviewing the podcast? You can do that on Spotify. You can do it on Apple. I think YouTube's just basically throw a like on, yep. on the video. <laughs> so if you enjoy our podcast, please give it a rating. Please give it a like on, on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah, you can like it on Instagram. You can like it Follow on Instagram. Follow us. Follow us on Instagram. And on TikTok. And on TikTok. Yeah. We're, we're still enjoying TikTok. <laughs> we are. They make me giggle. I know it's us, but they do make me giggle. Like, it sounds really lame, but I found myself like in bits at our own TikToks. <laughs> like I forget that it's us. Yeah, I forget a lot of what we say. Yeah. Which sometimes is a bit worrying. <laughs> I'll go home and Liam will say, how's the podcast this week? What did you say? I'm like, not a clue. But I think that's part of parenting, is it? You just forget. It just, forget. It just looks so tired. <laughs> but please do leave us a, a little review. It really helps out. And share the podcast. Yeah. And if it's uh, if it's a bad review, keep it to yourself. But, <laughs> but message us and say how it can be better. That'd be great. That would be great. Thank you so much, everyone, again, for, for listening. We appreciate it so much. So, Jason, now that we are well and truly into the episode yeah now feels like a good time to do an opening question <laughs> and i just want to say a big thank you to everyone that sent opening questions on instagram if we don't use yours today i'm sure we'll use it in the future yep. but today's mm. opening question how did you feel going back to the start how did you feel when you found out you were going to become a dad oh that's a good one that is a good one <clears throat> so like many others i assume and not, not everyone's the same but we we had been trying so it wasn't a complete shock but in the same sentence it still felt like a quite a big shock oh it's happened yeah it was it was the moments of this is incredible <laughs> this is mr credible <laughs> swiftly followed by what have we done yeah <laughs> swiftly followed again by this is incredible yeah because I don't, I don't know about you but <clears throat> when we decided to start trying like i was really nervous like, and I think Em was really nervous too. And like, we were both just really nervous of like, what if we've decided this is something that we want? What if it doesn't happen? Yeah. And like you, you know, like friends of mine and you hear stories all the time of it just not working out. And like, so you almost like mentally prepare yourself for that. And so we actually delayed the first test because we were nervous. Yeah. It's so like, we, we thought, we thought it, it had worked, <laughs> but it was like, we were too nervous to do it. But when we did, it was like, oh, we would have the little three plus mark on it. it was fantastic. It was great. But constantly then back and forth that night of this is incredible and this is real. Yeah. What about you? I was buzzing. <laughs> I was absolutely buzzing. I remember a few years ago, like before we had kids, someone asked me like, what's your goal in life? And I'm not particularly business focused. I'm not the most traditionally motivated person to like get up the career ladder and all that kind of stuff. And my answer was, I just want to be a good husband and a good dad. Wow. So like I had that, I just wanted to be a dad. Mm. So when we said we were going to start trying, I felt like I was ready, much like you. But, and again, it just what like you said, I had this fear mm. that I just wouldn't be able to have kids. And I don't know where that came from. And I'd be interested to find out if it's a common thing, mm. if it was just me, but like... <clears throat> I remember one day driving to work and this was years before we said we were going to try probably a year and a half maybe just having this I think I'm going to struggle mm. and I don't know where it came from and I was listening to a Judah Smith talk and he was like there's someone listening who's got an irrational fear and you don't know where that fear has come from but I want to tell you everything's going to be okay and I was just like he's talking to me <laughs> like in the car <laughs> trying not to crash <laughs> as I'm like looking down at it is he are you talking to me <laughs> kind of thing but I had that fear so when she said 
Well, she didn't say I'm pregnant. She said, "Jord, I think I'm pregnant. You need to go to Tesco and buy a better test. <laughs> a better one? <laughs> yeah. A more reliable test. So, What test did you do? Just... It was these like, the it was like these cheapy little sticks that you buy like a hundred for a pound. A hundred for a pound? I could be wrong. Like a pH balance. Like pretty <laughs> much. Simple. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it's got, a, it's got a faint line on it. I think, I think I'm pregnant. So I had to go to Tesco and buy one of those proper ones that comes oh, in a box. Wow. <laughs> but if you've ever been to Tesco in my town, you cannot go without seeing someone you know. So I just bought this massive bar of chocolate because pregnant wife and just hid it behind. But yeah, I was Brilliant. I was absolutely buzzing. So you almost, it was almost like a delayed, like you knew, oh, this could be it. Mm. And then it was it. And it was it. Ah. And I've still got that test in my top drawer next to my bed. Oh, wow. First child, second child, not sure where it is. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yep. Now we've probably got that one somewhere. I think Leon will have that one. Oh, wow. But yeah, I, I remember just being really excited. And then all through first pregnancy, mm. I was okay about becoming a dad I was fine with becoming a dad and I was nervous about the medical side of things like every time she mm. had a twitch or yeah. every time we had a scan or anything I was like is everything okay yeah. everything fine um, and then second time round was the complete opposite I was fine with the medical side because I've done it before mm. like anytime she had a pain or you know maybe didn't feel the baby kick I'm like right let's get some sugar in you get the baby going and everything's fine in terms of how am I going to be a dad to two I was nervous. Wow. I was a bit like, and I think someone, I think it might have been Sam talking about his second that's coming on episode three. Mm. Like, how do I love something else this much? Yeah, yeah. I was very much there. Wow. Like, how do I love another kid as much as I love my little boy? Mm. And they come and everything's fine. And <laughs> you do love them the same, even though you love them differently. It's, it's weird. I've always been fascinated by that because it's obviously... But before before your child's here, it's like again, like you can't fathom what a third member of that relationship's gonna be. Mm. And then it happens and it's like this seems completely normal and incredible and um and like I was very much the same as you. Like I when we found out, I was ecstatic, like straight on the spreadsheets finding out how many vests we need to buy. I remember your how many muslins we needed to buy. Like all the, I remember giving you a call again, what do we need? And like I remember your bath that hangs on the back of the door. Yeah. I was like, I need to get one of those. <laughs> They're good though. And so we were just like full into like let's prepare. Yeah. Um I wasn't didn't really particularly think about parenting mm. or like being a dad or anything like that. I just was just excited. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that feeling of actually, I couldn't comprehend what it was like to love mm. something other than my wife in that sort of way. And it is still different as well. And it's yeah. like, and it's still changing. Like I find that actually as Noah grows up, it's like constantly evolving. And I'm just that typical dad who just talks about their child all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think <clears throat> then comes the whole things of I need to sort some stuff out in me before I can look after oh, someone man. else yeah. and raise someone else, if that makes sense. Not that I'm like a criminal or anything, no, no, like, but like there's just certain insecurities, certain things, certain thoughts, certain attitudes. And it's like, I don't think I want to be doing that with a kid around. I, I definitely went into like overdrive of like self-analyst. Yeah. Like just anything that's like, I don't want to pass on. And I think because we've become so much more aware now of like counselling and like how our upbringing affects us. Yeah. It's like that plays on my mind as well of, like, how is this going to affect her? And it even plays into silly things of, like, when you're leaving them to cry 
Yeah. You're like, oh, I hope they don't get emotionally scarred from this. Um, I'm fine with leaving them cry, you know. <laughs> My wife was not great. But it's that like 10 minutes and then she's up like 30 seconds later. It's hard though. I find it, it is hard. hard. It is hard. But but it's that thing even like now when I'm like spending lots of time with her and like I get a bit bored or I like clock out. It's like constantly reminding myself like, oh no, I want to want to be the best kind of dad. I want to constantly always be there. She probably won't remember half of the stuff at the yeah. minute. Like I could probably chill out for a little since she's a bit older. But it's just that thing that's always there. And I think that's from that period of just self-analyzing myself of what are the bad things what do I want them to experience growing up? Like yeah. when they're old and they have to look after me. <laughs> Remember this day. <laughs> but that's the thing, like just having that, you know, when when they're older, having the conversation of what your parents like. Mm. Obviously we always like love our parents and there's always flaws in everyone, but it's that thing of like wanting just to do my absolute best. Yeah. Um, I remember thinking about that a lot whilst we were still pregnant. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. Um, don't think about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what worries me now that they're this side of pregnancy, we're post birth. Post birth. <laughs> is like when they're teenagers and like the pressures of society now oh, with like social media and like body image and like that's something yeah. that I've become aware of since been like having a girl mm. even though it affects boys as well but like my attitudes of worries for them in the future mm. differ between the you know having a boy and a girl yeah i think so for, for me some of the things that we've been even like consciously now is like stuff that they play with and yeah. not trying to 
like trying to shield her from as much of like stereotypes as possible. Mm. Like she can just explore and play with what she wants and finds it fun. And that doesn't impact who she is in any way. And so it's just trying to uh, like the, the future stuff doesn't scare me as much. Cause it's like, I feel a bit more confident with like technology and like, yeah. absolutely the dangers are all out there, but I feel a bit more comfortable when they can have a proper conversation um, it's like now when they can't, when they're still forming ideas and thoughts and words, it's like just trying to not like put anything onto them, which would be unhelpful. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That's a yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. But they just pick it up anyway. They, they, they'll pick up all they pick up traits all the time. It's really funny. Yeah. Like one of Noah's new phrases is "Look at that," because I say it all the time. Like, and I I only realised I say it when she started saying it. And so yeah. it's like, oh, she's like a little mirror. Like, where's so, he got that from? Yeah. And so whenever like she's like, it doesn't happen all the time. Kids just have tantrums. But it's, I imagine that as they get older, some of those traits, like they, they learn or they pick up. And yeah. it's like, oh, sometimes that's just. Yeah. Because one of Luca's first words or phrases was, what's this? Yeah. Because he, we used to call him Hurricane Luca before he could walk. Because he'd just crawl up to everything. And we'd distract him by going, Luca, what's this? What's this? Like yes. a little child yes. or dog. And it was... <laughs> It was just constantly like, what's it? And he'd, and he'd walk up to me and go, what's this? And it's like, they just soak it all up anyway. And then now yeah. he's a little bit older. So I don't swear. We don't swear in our household. Mm. But I do use alternative words. <laughs> so I will say like flipping or ruddy. Yeah. And the other day he threw, he had a football inside. And I said, don't throw the football. He went, I want to throw the ruddy ball. <laughs> <laughs> and you're there and you can't say don't say that because he's got that from me yeah so it's like right now i have to stop saying things that i wouldn't want him to say even though i'm happy saying them myself yeah like we're exactly the same like we don't swear but like we use certain words which aren't aren't swear words but yeah now if if i hear noah saying them i'm like oh i I don't like that yeah and so like it's it's become from a a pg to like a u (laughs) (laughs) or language (laughs) do you know what the one is that gets me is what 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 like if someone says to me i don't know they say something i can't hear what they say yeah like, oh, what'd you say mate or like you just repeat that i don't say pardon yeah. <laughs> but for whatever reason we expect our kids to say pardon and my wife got caught out in the most brilliant of ways recently so he she said to me and he said what she goes you say pardon and then she went upstairs i shouted up to her she didn't hear me <laughs> and she went huh <laughs> And it was, it was there. It was there for the taking. I said, pardon? <laughs> Sorry, just do that sound again. Huh? I was not expecting that. No, I, was I waiting, wasn't. I, I was waiting for the what? No, I led you there. <laughs> Brilliant. But no, it's it's like we expect, we hold them to a higher standard than we expect ourselves to. What's that phrase to? that like, do as I say, not as I do? Yeah. I hate that. Oh gosh. Yeah, but it's... It is, isn't it? They are like reflections of how we behave, and it's it's interesting. I'm learning more of my own preferences through my daughter. Yeah, um, that's so interested. Yeah, it's when you start to see things that they haven't picked up from you, mm. and you start to see their own personalities and tastes and preferences come through that they've naturally got themselves. Mm. It's a little bit worrying, but you feel so proud of them <laughs> at the same time, and you start to see that you know that's that's them. Yeah. Ah. Oh. The, the bit that I, I disagree with, with my daughter, is music. Like, we've tried to let her listen to some good music and the grandparents have led her down a good path. 
<laughs> the ACDC. Yeah, that was one yeah. of my first things. And so uh, m- most mornings that I'm taking her to go see Nanny and Granddad, it was, they're our childcare at the moment. Amen. Shout out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we listen to music on the way and Noah can't pronounce music. It's muskik. It's like, okay, sure. <laughs> Sounds like a Turkish barber. <laughs> muskik. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, great, what what music do you want to listen to? And uh, so sometimes this morning it was Imagine Dragons, mm. specifically Thunder, and she wanted to uh, listen yeah, to that. I've heard of that song on repeat. Brilliant. Um, but most mornings, it's where is Thumpkin? Have you heard this? No. Oh, I don't. No, from your don't. face, I don't want to hear it either. It's like an old-fashioned like hit, like rhyme. Really, and it's just like she loves it, and I'm like, this is Thumpkin. Like, Thumpkin. Thumpkin. Yeah. Thumbkin, thumbkin, thumb. Your thumb. Thumbkin. Yeah. Brilliant. No <laughs> it's just, but it's terrible. We've but that's her. It. She loves it. It's like her preference coming through. Mm. And like, just as you were saying there, like Noah's favorite game for a while was what's this? Yeah. Like she'd so be on Facetime to people, and she'd say what's this, wanting to play the game. Someone get something and say what is it? But it's that that inquisitive thing of like when they're learning. I find it so incredible. Mm. Um, like I was clicking. Clicking, like I was clicking along to a song, um, and she was going, "What's this? What's this?" And I kept responding with the song name, and then like I just turned around to her, and then she was like doing this with the hands, the and then going, "What's this?" And it's like that moment got me. I was like, "Oh, she's learning." <laughs> yeah, it's, I just find it so beautiful. Yeah, um, we've um, so I've been, and I, again, I, I tease my wife quite a lot, really, and I'm realizing I do, but she doesn't like strawberries. She doesn't like any fruit actually, <laughs> and so I used to say to her, "When we've got kids." And you're saying eat your yes. fruit. I can't wait to go, like, eat it like mummy and like just have to watch you squirm. <laughs> but it's like that kind of, you've got to set the example. Yeah. And I've, you know what? I've been really proud of her. She's been eating some strawberries. <laughs> guess why, guess why Leanne doesn't like strawberries? The seeds? Because they're unpredictable. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it is from the seeds. You don't know where the seeds are going to go. Don't know if the seeds are going to go in your teeth. <laughs> Those unpredictable strawberries. <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah, but that's why she doesn't like them. <laughs> she never know what they're going to do next. I just never know. Never know what these strawberries are going to do. But I've been really proud of her. She's been eating her strawberries and <laughs> Luke has been growing his strawberries. Which has been growing strawberries? Been growing strawberries. Oh, amazing. Really wanted to do that. Got to check them every day, see if they've gone <sighs> red. And he's like, they're nearly red and they're as green as they, <laughs> they're as green as they can be. It's like, they're nearly red. No, mate, they're not. They're not quite we've come a long way from the question of how did it feel to that was find the question out pregnant but yeah <laughs> so it felt good it was great it was great and I always say to people I think one bit of advice that I was given is like enjoy the pregnancy stage before you have the baby like go out mm. do what you can go to the cinema I know you love the cinema love the cinema go out go to Nando's love Nando's you know go out enjoy it enjoy being pregnant because I know my wife enjoyed it I know not every mm. woman does but yeah enjoy the moment because we we had lockdown when Noah was pregnant Noah not yet <laughs> when Em was pregnant it was lockdown and uh, like honestly we just enjoyed going out for our 30 minutes of exercise a day was like, it 30? I thought it was it 20? I thought it was 5 <laughs> You like get to the end of the street. So no I turn around now. No wonder I put a bit of weight on. The BMI went mental. <laughs> yeah, but like genuinely just loved loved that whole thing. A question I've got on this is did you do anything as a couple before 
you just like once you decided oh we're gonna have kids was there anything that you like mm. did like a holiday or yeah we had a list of places we wanted to go on you holiday a list? yeah oh, wow but before we started to have kids so yeah. like iceland was on there wow. so we went to iceland for our first anniversary um we went to sri lanka for our honeymoon wow. like, we went to some yeah, places yeah. that we wanted to go beforehand that's brilliant so yeah we did quite a few of them we didn't quite get to new zealand because far and expensive <laughs> well because yeah, the, what about you there because there are certain things aren't there that actually you want to do before you have kids because mm. as soon as you've got kids it's no longer just your holiday it's a family holiday yeah we um we went to orlando oh nice to universal studios oh get in without children yeah um but we also rented a mustang and drove to Miami. I didn't know this. Oh, mate. That's so cool. It was like, I had a few things on my bucket list. Was yeah. go visit Miami anyway. Yeah. Um, drive a Mustang in America. That's amazing. Um, and I'd never been to like Universal Studios. Mm. Um, and me and Emma, like huge fans of Harry Potter. Makes me sound really lame, but I love it. Um, and so we went to Orlando and like, honestly, two weeks just ate so much food. And yeah. uh, it was amazing. And the Mustang, that was good fun. That sounds cool. That's the bit that got me. Yeah. Oh, Mustang. <laughs> I was just stopping every like, hour just to take a little photo. <laughs> now, if you were to do that, it'd have to be like an RV. Do you remember yeah. the Wild Thornberries? <laughs> yes. Getting the combi. <laughs> it is crazy how much stuff you have to take with you. Like, so our first like little holiday trip with a child was Centre Parks. Previous, before, we went to Centre Parks before. Great. Mm. Pack your bag, jump in the car, off you go. We had to purchase a roof box. Oh, just what a dad. For that holiday. Dad. I know. I felt like part of the club then. Yeah. But like the amount of stuff that you need. And like, it's, the smaller they are, the more stuff you need. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> Strange, isn't it? That's really true. <laughs> you, just, you need a carry cot. You need like so much Steriliser. stuff. Sterilizer. Sterilizer. Oh. Glad those days are over. The, the day that they're able to just have normal water. It's mm. like, oh, thank you. Normal milk. Oh, we're still not there with the milk. Mate, powder formula is no joke. The cheap ones are expensive. So so Noah's got a milk allergy. Yeah. And so um, she, she's off powdered anyway, but her little tub of specialised milk powder, not milk powder, was like 30 quid. Wow. For a little tub. Thankfully to the NHS, it was for free. Shout out to the NHS. But uh, 30 quid for some powdered non-milk. Do you sell the stuff you don't use? <laughs> 25. <laughs> On Marketplace. In a little, go, little bag. We mentioned, that the uh, Dan mentioned it, didn't he? On the episode about basically every kid having a dairy allergy. Yeah. And I was talking to a guy at work that started with us. He started new to the team, getting to know him. He said he's got kids. He said one of his kids has got a dairy allergy. And I just had to hold in the laughter. No way. Because he doesn't know that we've said that on the podcast. <laughs> just laughing in yeah. his face. <laughs> my, kid, my kid's got this medical condition. Ha! <laughs> so we've just done the whole thing again of going for the deep bit, haven't we? Just couldn't, couldn't help ourselves. We went paddling and we ended up waist deep. Just jumping in. Jumping in. So daddy issues. Daddy issues. What have you got? So one thing that happened this week, and uh, it was actually my wife, Emily, that like brought it to the attention of how funny is this and uh, it's how how our texts have changed since we've got kids see before before we had kids and like, even before we were married you know lots of long texts and then when you get married lots of short funny texts now Play, you, playful banter playful banter flanter 
Flirty banter. Flirty banter. Very nice. <laughs> now, like, when you scroll from my phone, it's just nose did a massive poo. No flanter. Can you help, please? Put the chicken nuggets on. <laughs> Put the chicken nuggets on. Gone for a lie down. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> are you hiding? And then she, so she sent me a text this week. Um, literally just read, Noah's done the biggest poo I've ever seen. <laughs> Followed by, oh, how our texts have changed. <laughs> Love so she's you. She's aware of it. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, that's, that's one that um, we get. Like, are you out? Yeah. <laughs> like can you can you pick up nappies i think that's the, the the three words that i hear from my wife the most what can you just can you just can you just oh when you just do this? when you've just like you've sat down you've done a few things and yeah. it's just like <sighs> yeah and it's oh it immediately just makes my whole body tense <laughs> can you just and then whatever no i can't just but you say yeah don't you always yeah yeah, it's like you sit down. Can you just and then like, can you just not? <laughs> and it's like I my 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 body's like no, and then I talk myself into it. And uh, the next words that come out of my mouth, I, I mean as a nice way, but come out. What do you want me to do? <laughs> In my head, I'm going, of course. What would you like me to do? Yeah. But my body's just like screaming, no. <laughs> what now? It's little things like that, like now, like what would you like me to do? What would you like me to do now? It completely changes everything, the tone, yeah. and that's something I noticed with Luca. He started to say then on the end of a sentence. So I get home from work. He's like, "Daddy, take your shoes off," and there you go, "Take your shoes off then," <laughs> and it just changes. It just changes the dynamic of the sentence. Come on, hurry up! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Time. Yeah, and he does it to he does it to his granddad when he's putting him in the car and like okay, move your hands then. Like <laughs> that's brilliant. Give the guy a break. But yeah, that is texts have definitely changed. Conversations have changed. Yeah, in general, yeah. planning a weekend. Oh, planning Christmas. Oh, <laughs> this is getting worse, mate. There was a, there was we're taking Noah camping in two weeks' oh, time. Oh, you're the, brave. We're doing a mock run next week. Um, in the garden, trying to get her used to the tent. Um, I've told my wife many times it's a terrible idea, um, but she insists it's going to happen. Uh, so we've got to take the youth of our church away to a youth camp, and uh, we're taking Noah with us. That's not a bad way of doing it, because you're not going to sleep anyway. Oh, that's that's the idea, and if, if I'm not going to sleep, no one else is going to sleep as well. Yeah. So <laughs> I couldn't think of anything worse than camping with a baby. It's honestly, I'm just ignoring it until it happens. Mm. We've bought a blackout tent. Amazing. In the hope that the noise of thousands of teenagers isn't going to keep her awake. <laughs> Hang on a second. <laughs> I feel like I need to ask the obvious. Blackout tent. Yeah. Is it soundproof? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know what blackout means, right? It means light. Yeah. <laughs> so the noise is still very much no, pouring so we, through. We just decided we're going to tackle one issue at a time. Okay, just close off one sentence. Yeah, just 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 tackle the light. Yeah. Whereas hoping that the noise of everyone else just seems like white noise okay. to Okay, yeah. yeah. So you don't want to have light and noise, just get rid of the light. Yeah, at least we will. But then a hearing will be heightened. We'll just get a white noise machine. That's the uh, that's the hope. We've got a little battery-powered one. We've never done white noise yet. Have you not? No. It's one of those things now where I feel hooked. Like it's it's really difficult to get off white noise. <laughs> So you get, you get your first little taster, 
baby goes to sleep and it's like you're hooked it's a there. gateway yeah <laughs> it's a gateway <laughs> so much so that I use white noise now as well sometimes do you if I'm struggling to sleep whack the white noise on gosh yeah <laughs> no <laughs> I feel like this is my confessions coming out <laughs> well good for you whatever works for you whatever floats your boat <laughs> you've got to do what you've got to do that is my one and only parenting tip got to do what you've got to do <laughs> top tool <laughs> top tool <laughs> But yeah, camping's great. If you get the weather, camping is amazing. Yeah, I, would, I'll, I have to look at it this way. It's going to be great content. <laughs> You're going to have to vlog it. <laughs> it's going to be a zombie for the next few weeks. Yeah. But there you go, daddy issues. <clears throat> the texts have changed. The conversations have changed. The holidays have changed. The roof boxes are present. <laughs> <laughs> All I need now is a bum bag. <laughs> bum bags are back, you know. I, I, they never left. <laughs> oh, amazing. I'll tell you what, that however long we've been talking for has <laughs> flown by. I reckon we've got a, an episode in there somewhere. <laughs> Hopefully there's an episode in there somewhere. Amazing, thanks so much for listening. Uh, please don't forget to review, like, share and subscribe. Comment. And comment. We want to hear from you. Yeah, we do. We want to hear your funny stories, your terrible, terrible parent moments. Uh, we just want to laugh. Well, you feel better about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and if there's anything serious that you want us to cover, please do let us know. Yeah. Get in touch with us at Parenting Tools Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Or if you want to email, if you want to Gmail us, parentingtoolspod at gmail.com. And we'll speak to you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.